Hi, I'm Dennis, and welcome back one more time to the Serious Shift Blogcast. Once again with Moving Pictures. Your feedback, thank you very much. It was overwhelming. You prefer the videos, so here they are again. Thank you. One quick thing. We're still working on frequency. So we used to send the blog out, you know, way back in the day, five days a week. Then we went to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And for the last little bit, we've been on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So please let us know how you feel about that. Um, question for you as we get started here. My question is, how much time do you spend working on your business versus working in it? Do you lead your business or are you responding to it? And what's inspired this blog today is that Tom and I just had our second retreat of the year. We get together twice a year to talk about our business, where it's at, where it's going, how we feel about it, what we're working on. We measure everything up. We identify our constraints, come up with solutions, and away we go. It's a fantastic process. And, you know, the guy was literally just here. So whenever he leaves, I'm always, you know, pumped. I'm vibrating of, with possibilities and all the things that I can do and always all the things I no longer have to do. It's a really lovely refocusing and I want to share the spirit of it with, with you today. So I say there's seven, but I'm also going to tell you stick around until the very end. These are important, okay? And as always, read the blog, the original blog that we accompany here with the video if you want to see it all. So here we go. You ready? Here's the first. Accept that there are no shortcuts. <clears throat> None. The absolute most reliable shortcut you can find is the one that tells you there's none. Just accept that you're going to have to work hard and that nothing comes fast or easy. Just work hard. There's no shortcuts. Trust me. Looking for shortcuts is a waste of time. The best shortcut in the world is not looking for one. Number two, learn to focus. <laughs> and if you're watching this you know, video and you're thinking, ooh, damn. Focus. I wish that wasn't so high on the list. Not a good sign. <laughs> you run a business, my friend. And in addition to running a business, you run a life. You might have a family, obligations outside of work, etc., etc. Just figure it out. Look at all the things that you do in a 24-hour period that isn't sleeping. Okay, that's a lot of stuff. Your success hinges almost exclusively on your ability to shut down the world and focus on your work and get it done. I have so much to say about that one, but we're going to move on. Here's number three, <clears throat> patience. Oh, God, is this a depressing blog or what? <laughs> Buddy wants to share seven points, he says, to help me run a better business, and he hands me three downers right off the top. There's no easy way out. Oh, great. Number two, I got to learn to focus. Oh, great. And number three, patience. This is like punishment. Well, you haven't even heard the half of it. It's not just patience. It's patience, pain, and sacrifice. <laughs> That's number three. Patience. It's not a life sentence, this working really hard and sacrificing, but it is essential to either the start of your business or if you're somewhere in your timeline, somewhere in the story of your business, and you've experienced a constraint. Oh no, something's wrong. Don't worry. Identify the strain and fix it and just accept that for the next little period of time, there's going to be some patience, pain, and sacrifice as you solve it. It's the way it goes. Here's number four. Respect the money. 
Over 20 years ago, Susan Rothery, who still works with me, <laughs> Susan Rothery said, and it was an offhand comment she made behind me. I was working at one desk, she at another, and she was making a comment about not respecting the finances of the business. And she said, the needs of the corporation must be met. And to this day, Susan says, you remember everything I say, okay? So Susan, as I know you watch these blogs, no, I don't. <laughs> That's why I'm always asking you to remind me of things. Can you, what's that number again? Who am I talking to? What I remember is everything you say that's good. And that was a good one. I have refined it. The money that's inside your business belongs to your business and the government. You're going to get paid later. Okay? That's the way it goes. Respect the finances of your business. Don't cause constraints. As soon as you're abusing the finances, it means you're no longer patient. You're doing things before you should, so don't do that. Number five, res know thyself. I beg your pardon. Know yourself. Know what you do. Know what you don't do so well and delegate it. There's all kinds of studies that prove that businesses, when they try to improve performance, get better results when they work at improving what they're already good at versus trying to improve what they're bad at. There's things that I'm just terrible at. I'm terrible and awful. I never do them. I spend 80% of my time on those activities I would never pay a person to do. Having said that, I pay three different people to run the money. <laughs> okay? I pay Susan to do all of the logistics and organizing, and Tom does all the one-on-one -on -one consulting. I don't go near his end of the rink. I do what I do best for my business 80% of the time, and you have to do the same thing. Here's number six. Know what business you're really in. And the business that you're really in isn't the business you think you're in. Okay? It doesn't matter what you do. Your professional services have been commoditized. Oh, not me. I'm a college professor. You've been commoditized by, by e-courses and the Khan Academy. Oh, not me. I'm a dentist. Dental services have also been commoditized. I'm a financial advisor. We do this one all the time. You're commoditized. Everything that's on your business card, somebody else is willing to do for less than you do. Okay? So your business has to be about something else. It's, you're, not, you're not in the business that you're really in. You got to figure out what business you're really in. What's the real business you're in? Okay? I am in the business of inspiring business owners to innovate and implement meaningful change in their life and business. I'm not a business consultant business. I'm not in the systems and processes and measurement and strategy business. Those are just the table stakes. I'm in the business of human engineering. That's the business I'm really in. Number seven, don't ever in your life join the race to the bottom. Oh my goodness, you can't win, <laughs> okay? And you don't want to win. That's the race everybody's in. It's the one that says, you know, if I just take a little out and lower my price a little bit, I'll be more attractive. All you're doing is selling the price tag. It means you don't even believe in yourself. Winning the race to the bottom, the race of all the people who say, no, really, it's the least I can do, that is not the race you want to be in. Conversely, the race to the top, which is the race I'm desperately trying to be in, nobody's in it. Nobody's in it with me. There's a marathon to the bottom over there, and there's like nine of us standing over here trying to get to the top. Okay, you ready? That's seven in my list of seven. Here's number eight. Always give a little bit more. <laughs> Here's number nine. Measure everything. 
I'm reminded of Tom Frisbee. Tom says to me one day, do you know what my favorite movie is? I said, no. I don't know. Which is odd. He's one of my best friends. Like, geez, I don't actually know that. I kind of, if you think about the things you know about your friends, you know, it's like, actually, no, I have no, what is your favorite movie? He says, Moneyball. I go, Moneyball? The, the baseball movie? Which is a surprise to me that he would say this. And he says, yeah. I thought, that's different. He goes, you know why? It's not about baseball. It's about measurement. <laughs> okay? Now, that like, gives you a lot of insight into my friend Tom. Without measurement, you know nothing. You just get a vague sense for how things are going. Measure absolutely everything. Without measurement, nothing. It's not a business. It's a job. And number 10, invest in professional and personal development. I'm not telling you this to impress you, just to impress upon you. Tom and I run a tiny little business, a tiny little business with like one and a half employees, teeny tiny. Tom works out of his house in Western Canada and half the time I work out of my house or my cabin here in Eastern Canada. Susan works out of her home, okay? In the last three years, we have invested over $200,000 in personal and professional development, okay? You always have to be investing in yourself. You gotta go learn more, you gotta get better, you gotta invest in, that's personal income, success, will never exceed ever your investment in personal and professional development. The very best people in anything pay to play, they pay to get better. You gotta do it. When is the, what's the last book you read? What blogs are you paying attention to? Whose podcasts are you following? Which articles? How much thinking are you doing? Or are you just avoiding it all? Okay? So that's my list of 10 things. I said there'd be seven. There's 10. Follow them and they'll do a really good job for you. Okay? Now, in the days ahead, I'm going to share some other insights that I pulled out of this meeting with Tom. I look forward to that. And as always, I am absolutely delighted to have you around with me. Thank you so much for this time. Wherever you are, have a wonderful day. I'll see you next time. Take care.